0: Hello and welcome to the Forever and Always podcast. I'm Chris and I'm Katie and today we're going to be going over the highs and lows of a relationship. So we're going to kind of talk about
1: the highs and lows yeah. of relationships
0: and it's to be expected with every type of relationship.
1: Well before we get started do you have any life updates or thoughts of the day?
0: So I finally officially graduated from school with my master's and now on okay. the job hunt and I have a thought of the day. Over time, we become our thoughts.
1: So what does that mean to you?
0: What you think about usually comes to fruition in your actual life. So if you think of thoughts and think positively, eventually something positive might happen. And the same thing, if you're thinking negatively, then the negative is bound to happen. So,
1: I love that. I try to live my life like that. Well, I have a thought of the day too. Obviously, because you graduated, we were celebrating this weekend and we ate lots of good food and cake and we went to Universal Studios and got junk food there. So I was kind of feeling down on myself today, like I had just eaten so much and I'm trying to be healthier and get closer to my fitness goals. So I was kind of being hard on myself about eating a lot of junk food this weekend and then somebody told me that life is too short to hate the body that you're in and just love the body that you are given for your time here on earth. And I loved that. It made me feel a lot better. And yeah.
0: How about any life updates?
1: I do have a pretty big life update. I got a new job today. Well, I I received the offer. I haven't really officially... I guess accepted it yet, but I'm, I'm planning on it and I'm really excited. I don't know. I've just been looking for a new job kind of on the side, but not completely invested in it. Like I've just been trying to see what's out there. I know that I want to do something within event planning. So, I applied to this position for an event planner, and I was kind of being hard on myself because I didn't think I would get it. I actually almost didn't even apply because I was like, there's no way they're even going to give me an interview, and I ended up getting a call back today. And the thing is, I've been feeling a lot lately like I'm in the right place at the right time, and you know, if you believe in angel numbers and stuff like that, like I've been seeing angel numbers everywhere like crazy. So I've just... And
0: what are angel numbers for people who don't know?
1: So angel numbers are when you see a sequence of numbers like 111 or 222 or 333 or 444, like, you know, so on. You see it like often and consistently. Each number has different meanings, but I've been seeing every single combination of that. And even at random times when I'm not on my phone at all, you know, people say that angel numbers are the universe and the world kind of telling you that you're where you're supposed to be. I totally believe in that and, and manifesting. So I feel like, you know, everything is meant to be. So after seeing a bunch of angel numbers, I was like, okay, everything that I'm doing is, is right. And it gave me that reassurance. So... Yeah, I'm excited for this new chapter and and this new job. We'll see how it goes, but I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for you, and I'm happy that you finally found a job that you want to, like, actually do.
1: Yeah, it's, like, in the field that I want to do and have been, like, dreaming of being an event planner, so...
0: So I guess along the lines of life highs and lows, we also have highs and lows in relationships. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that's the hardest highs and lows because it's not just you by yourself. It's another person that could be responsible for a high or a low. We're going to go over how to deal with the highs and lows of a relationship or marriage and kind of give you tips on how to conquer it or deal with it.
1: Of course, you're going to go through challenges with your partner but then there's also going to be times where it's like maybe i'm just going through something and that might kind of bring you down or maybe you're having like an amazing day and then that will bring me up like we kind of match each other's energy no matter what's going on
0: when you go through rocky periods in your relationship it changes like how you are just as a person
1: that's kind of interesting what do you mean by that like
0: like when you're fighting with your significant other.
1: True, it affects You're going to your... be
0: in a bad mood.
1: Yeah, it affects other areas of your Without life. Without them, yeah. Yeah, because it's like that's kind of all you can think about or focus on if there's something that's causing you stress.
0: So a few tips on how to overcome like relationship obstacles, like when your partner is feeling really low or the relationship's in a low point. You want to compromise. You want to take ownership. You want to let your partner know how you feel. And you want to try new things together and it all takes time. So that's a very important thing to like remember when you're going through these highs and lows. All relationships do take time.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Of course, relationships are going to take time and it's actually something you have to work towards. And I think it's important to realize also like it sucks, but not every relationship is going to work out and not every relationship is for you. And that's the point of dating is so you can figure out, Is this actually my person or am I just with this person to learn a lesson and to grow? Even if a relationship doesn't work out and it ends terribly, they at least probably taught you something.
0: And it's always important to compromise in a relationship. You want to make sure you're not compromising too much because then, like Katie said, it might just be a bad relationship.
1: Yeah, you don't want to compromise your standards and your morals. Like the things that are extremely important to you, I, I wouldn't say that you should try and change those parts about yourself for somebody else but like Chris said compromising is so important and if you get in an argument with your significant other that's truly the only way that you're you're going to be able to get over it unless somebody just kind of finally agrees with the other one but compromising is the one way that you'll be able to really work through it
0: and it's also important to take ownership that just might mean you need to realize that maybe you're the problem in the relationship or
1: yeah maybe you're the one causing the issues
0: yeah and it's like a personal problem it's not like a problem with the relationship so you have to figure out what the low really is and where the source comes from
1: like of course it never feels good to admit that you're wrong but when you can get to the point that you can admit that you're wrong your partner or boyfriend or girlfriend is going to appreciate that about you so much if you take ownership and apologize. Like nothing is worse when somebody is like 100% in the wrong. Even all of your friends can see it and everybody around you is like, yeah, they they messed up. And like this goes for friendships too, not even like relationships, but it's so frustrating when Everybody can tell that this one person is doing something wrong and they just won't own up to it. Like they'll lie, they'll they'll try and get around it. They just won't really talk about it. I don't know, they like gaslight you or act like they didn't do something wrong, you know?
0: And that's why it's important to let them know how you feel because that can just get all those problems out of the way.
1: Yeah, that's important in relationships too. Like if your boyfriend comes to you and is saying, this really upset me and this hurt my feelings, it's not your place to say, no, it didn't. You can't ever turn to somebody and say, oh, well, I didn't hurt your feelings. Like, if they're telling you that they're hurt by something, you have to accept that and apologize and really take that to heart because that's that can also be really frustrating is when you're genuinely hurt by somebody and they're just kind of blowing it off and acting like it wasn't that big of a deal. That is like gaslighting too, when they're like, oh, it's not that bad. Or, you know, you'll get over it. Or they say something like just chill or just relax. Try not to say stuff like that to your partner when they're genuinely coming to you with like upset feelings.
0: And it's important to let them know how you feel so you don't bottle it up inside. And then eventually it just pops off. Open communication so it doesn't happen again or your partner's aware of it so they can try to do better the next time.
1: When you do get an argument or fight with your partner, try to still be respectful of them. Regardless of the disagreement that you have going on, a true tell of if your relationship is going to last or not is if they can still be respectful while you're at your lowest and while you're fighting with each other. Because if they're name-calling you and cussing at you and just being extremely rude... Like directly to you and to your character, I feel like that's a really bad sign. Because even when we get in arguments, we're never mean to the point that we can't recover from that. You know what I mean? We get in arguments and like we'll fight, but it's nothing that is truly hurting to the core, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Like I said before, it just all takes time to figure out. All these things are going to take time to deal with and like even just to let someone know how you feel or to even just interpret how what your feelings are takes a little bit of time so be patient with your partner be patient with yourself and just remember it's like a long game especially for a partnership or a relationship it's gonna work out eventually and as long as you compromise, take ownership and let everyone know how you feel, then the relationship should last long and be a strong relationship. But sometimes time is one of those things where you're just doing the same thing over and over again. And it's been a long time since you've done something new. So it's super important to do something new with your partner, your friends, maybe take a trip, Something like that to just recharge and, like, show a different side of you that you haven't seen in a while or something like that.
1: Like, when we say try new things, like, literally try something that you two have never done before. You know, whether it's go camping or paint or something... I don't know, just something fun that will get you excited to do it with each other. And like speaking about the highs and the lows, I think it's important to focus on the good times that you have with this person because, you know, if you're focusing only on the negatives and what they're doing wrong and how they're negatively affecting your life, then, you know, you're just going to have a horrible relationship because that's all you're focusing on. And, you know, if it comes to the point where that's really all you can think of, then maybe you should get out of there and break up with them. But, you know, if you can kind of shift your mindset to remembering all the positives about your relationship and you stop holding grudges, then that's when you will truly be your happiest. And I love that about me and Chris because we've gotten to the point where we don't ever hold any grudges with each other something bothers us we talk about it instead of playing games like you know the silent treatment not that whole like what's wrong nothing nothing's wrong are you sure no the whole <laughs> back and forth like if something's bothering us we are upfront about it we talk about it and then we move on you just have to do it in in those steps and stop trying to make some not like a game but you almost don't want to tell them but you do want them to know because you're being silent and in a bad mood.
0: Yeah, I like what you said earlier to not just focus on the lows of the relationship, but remember the highs. And I think that goes along with like my thought of the day about like over time we become our thoughts and that's what happens in a relationship. Over time, your relationship will become what you remember of it. So if it's like all the negative parts, then that's what you're going to remember of that relationship or during that relationship. So when you do get in that mindset, just try and remember the highs and, like, remember what you're grateful for. And then hopefully it'll help you change that mindset and realize you need to communicate and do all those things that we talked about before.
1: Yeah, but in some cases it can be easy to be blinded by love. And it's just so important to be able to, I don't know, differentiate between a toxic relationship and a healthy one. And... You know, we've done a couple episodes about this in the past, but there are times when you can get in these horrible fights with your partner and then they will say things that almost cover up for it. They're like, I'll never do that again. You know, I love you so much. And they make you feel like amazing again. And then it's just a cycle of a toxic relationship is what it is. So the signs could be like they're lying to you or manipulating you Or making you feel guilty they could be really hovering over you or um super clingy and they don't want you to you know wear certain things or go to certain places or you know do things by yourself and you know there's so many more signs but if you do feel like you are in a toxic situation Try not to get blinded.
0: Yeah, definitely look out for toxic relationships. And a good way to realize that is if all your memories are basically low after maybe the first little honeymoon phase. And like Katie said, those other signs of like a really clingy, toxic person in your life, you don't want to really focus on.
1: It's easy to say, but when you're in those situations, it is, it can sometimes be so hard to leave and so hard to get out because it's toxic. Like that, that's literally the definition of a toxic relationship is it's like, it's so hard to escape relationships like that sometimes. So, those types of relationships can be really harmful and and very serious and that's definitely something that I I've loved about doing this podcast. In a few of our episodes, we've talked a little bit more in depth about toxic relationships and we've had a lot of positive feedback about it and people telling us, oh, you know, I used to be in a relationship like that and it really helped me to hear that other people have kind of gone through something similar and they've come out from it on the other side and it it makes me feel good that we are doing this to help people and kind of spread knowledge that we've learned you know from ourselves and from other people so I did just want to mention that since you know there are highs and lows of relationships but if you're constantly getting to a really really low point it might be time to reevaluate and make sure that it's truly the right relationship for you.
0: Yeah, and I kind of think today's episode is more along the lines of, like, a long-term relationship, like, you're already two or three years in a relationship, so if you're especially seeing these signs, like, already in, like, a year-long relationship, a few months, like, I wouldn't live and die by these tips and rules if you're just in a very new relationship.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're not experts on this field, obviously, but it's something that we we like to research, and we truly, before every episode, we read so many articles and listen to maybe other podcasts from doctors or professionals who actually are heavily into this field. Yeah, I just wanted to make that point. But I mean, for any sort of relationship, I think a lot of these tips are relevant, even for friendships, too, for some of the things we've said.
0: And you have to accept that The reality of a relationship is it's never going to be all highs. You have to expect there to be highs and lows because relationships are just like life. There's a lot of high points and a lot of low points. You have to remember the high points when there are those low points. And you have to realize when you have to let something go or a friendship go because it might have ran its course.
1: That's a good point because... Sometimes you can get caught up thinking, like, why are we fighting? I I thought our relationship was perfect. Like, of course, there's highs and lows in everything. So, uh, that's good to remember that fighting and arguments are normal. And not even just, like, arguments, but hitting low points. Maybe you guys get stuck in a rut or things are are kind of stagnant or you're not even sure if the relationship's going to last or what's happening, where it's going like it's okay to hit those points because that means there's going to be room for for growth and change. Like you can't ever come up if you haven't gone down.
0: <laughs> and if you don't have any highs or low points, then it's just not really a relationship. I feel like it's even more scary if you didn't have a high or a low point in a relationship. Yeah. But that's always like important to keep a relationship alive is to work on your personal growth and always try and have that same like spark when you first met a person Mm -hmm. and that might be by remembering something you really like about them or even especially in a relationship like me and you we try new things out all the time and it's like we learn a side of ourselves or each other that we didn't know before and it's kind of fun because you're like meeting a new person as you grow and stuff like that
1: yeah it's true I feel like we really are learning still so much about each other and if you think about it, we really have only known each other for like four years at this point, which is a long time to be dating somebody and to be with somebody. But at the same time, it's like not a long time. So it's it's fun that we're still learning things about each other.
0: And it's important to remember that like love grows where it's nurtured and where you put your time and effort into it. So if you really want to work on a relationship, then you can't just be saying, oh, I want to work on a relationship and then do something completely different. You really have to, like we said, work on yourself, do all these things, communicate with your partner, even though all these things could be really hard. It's essential for growth in yourself and in your relationship if you want it to thrive and yeah do well long term
1: these things can be hard but it can also be the easiest thing in the world like sometimes it's easier to be nice and and not fight than to actually be angry and fight it's so much easier to be like a kind nice person to your partner than to like argue with them
0: i think relationships are like a river where over time it'll change and it'll grow and it might get rushing water at some time and it might be really dry. Like we said before, love or time in a relationship will nurture it and keep like that water flowing if you think it's a river because that's what I think it is. So,
1: yeah, that's a cool way to think about it. And it's so much easier to not hold grudges and not use all of your energy on arguing or being upset. You can just use your energy to be positive and accepting I guess of the situation because there really isn't any way to go back from things that have happened you just have to move forward and accept like what the present time is and what's happened all you can really do is just move forward from that
0: when we give you these tips and talk about this subject we're not trying to make it so your relationship never hits a low point and it always stays at a high point sometimes it's you have to appreciate the low points even and just recognize that you're might be in a low point and it takes time to figure out how to get out of that rut like you might be in a rut for a couple weeks but as long as you're in it with your partner and you're communicating openly and trying to figure it out together that's the most important thing because at the end of the day we all grew up watching stories of fairy tales and it's always like the boy meets girl they fall in love and get married and it's happily ever after but truly the happily ever after begins like when they get married because it's just a whole other journey
1: yeah that's a good point happily ever after <laughs> what's your favorite romance movie
0: um maybe crazy stupid love that's a
1: good one i like a cinderella story with uh Hilary duff A classic yeah i just love the the vibes like the 2000s so do you have any other tips to navigate the highs and lows of relationships
0: No, I don't. But I'll just say this before we go. Remember that every relationship, marriage, it takes time and it's going to have its highs and lows. Just as long as you communicate and listen to your partner, listening is very important. I think you should be fine. And if a relationship doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But you have to nurture it so, if you're not nurturing it, then the relationship's going to die. So, if you're doing all you can to nurture it and it's still not working, then you might have to take a different route, sadly, but...
1: Listening really is so important. I'm glad that you emphasize that because you, you really can't fully understand a person until you completely open your ears and your heart to them and... This applies to so much in our world that like goes on, but it's like people are so quick to cut off other people or to not listen to them. But when you can really, truly listen and try your best to understand where somebody else is coming from and what they're saying, that's when you'll get to know a person. And I think that applies for a lot of a lot of topics and a lot of things. And I'm trying to like open my heart and my ears to like everybody that has like things to say and they have their opinions and it's like i don't know with how social media is nowadays we are really quick to just kind of say oh you're wrong like your argument is wrong your your opinion is wrong and mine is right and i think it's important to just you know you definitely don't have to agree with everybody or you know you don't have to agree with your partner in in a certain argument but if you can at least listen to them and truly try to understand what they're saying. I think I will just make for a more peaceful situation.
0: Yeah. And a long relationship. Yeah. But we want to thank you guys for taking your time to listen to this episode. And we'll, and we'll see, see you next time.
1: time. Bye. Bye.